0: Everybody, welcome to another episode of Rich Ad, Poor Ad. Today we have a very special guest. It was, you know, somebody I met probably a year and a half ago from, I believe, Lithuania. um He'll be able to kind of give some more insights there. But we met at a badass conference. You know, had a lot of really mutual friends, and now he's a media buyer, ecom strategist who roughly spends shoot 600k a month. He's done a ton of consulting, worked with some monster agencies, and I believe now he's kind of working in house out of brand. But introducing, you know, careless. Thanks for having on, man. I'd love to kind of, you know, have you kind of give everybody a little background of kind of what you're getting into over there.
1: Yeah, thanks for bringing me on, Dylan. Uh, it's it's nice to hop on my first podcast. So don't don't judge too much. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, as Dylan said, I'm currently a media buyer and ecom strategist. I work in house for one brand only. Um, I started doing Facebook ads and hopping into marketing probably three and a half years ago. Uh I was still in school. Uh I'm pretty young Buck. I'm twenty one right now. So I started an event space. I did some free events, no ads. Um and after some time I, I decided that I wanna go into marketing and, and like double down on it. And I decided to start an agency in my home country Lithuania. So we did that with my partner for like a year and a half uh then our paths crossed and i had a dilemma to either i do uh, another agency or i learn facebook ads myself um and i kind of decided that i it's a good skill to learn and and i started learning facebook ads uh myself and did some freelancing uh and after like half a year uh of doing freelancing in my own country i started doing Upwork. And there I met my uh, the agency. Uh, I worked in, uh, in for one and a half years. And it's booming. It was called booming. You probably know this Colin McGuire guy. He's awesome. Uh, I learned a lot from him. Spent some big budgets on there, like 200, 300,000 accounts, uh, 300K a month accounts. Sorry. Uh, and yeah, uh, free and free. Months ago, probably, uh, I joined and got an offer from an in-house brand in Lithuania. It's a worldwide brand. We're spending 600k a month right now. It's it's been crazy, and we are popping a lot of creatives. And I'm excited to talk and deep dive into the creative side.
0: Heck yeah, man! And oh my gosh, man, to be 21 in this scene and you're already kind of getting those big fish kind of clientele there. It's super exciting to kind of see you jump forward like that, especially you know breaking into a monster agency like Boomin. Shouts out, Colin! We love what you're doing there. But man, he was that agency kind of style a really good you know intro for you to kind of get to where you're at now. You'd say?
1: Yeah, it it was I would say opportunity of a lifetime. Uh, as I said, I was working with some small budgets in Lithuania, like we only have like two and a half million people. So uh, the biggest budgets were a couple thousand a month and, and you reach the whole country. So uh, yeah, that woman was a big, big stepping stone for me.
0: Oh man, I can only imagine. And what were even the kind of the CPMs over there? W- w- was it pretty cheap over there? Or, you know, I, I can imagine that audience getting saturated quick.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, it's it's super cheap. It's, it's easy to get like five, 10 rows, but... There's no no room to scale. So
0: yeah, no, and and, and the, the, let's be real, you know that's where the money is.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's way better to spend six hundred k at free raws than ten raws and a thousand K I'm also.
0: Oh, definitely. <laughs> yeah. So today, we aren't diving into that Big Fish brand. Maybe one of these days we could totally do that. But I believe today we're going to be diving into an eyelash brand. Um, pretty big following. I know you said over some of the ads. Um, but would you kind of want to give a little background of what kind of industry they're in, what they're kind of selling? Um, I know you didn't want to kind of give away too much, but kind of dive in so people kind of have a gist of what kind of style of you know brand or business we're kind of talking about here.
1: Uh, yeah, I, I worked this, on this brand while I was in Boomin so i stopped working on this brand probably like four months ago or five months ago and we we were doing quite a big numbers on this one we had like 200 300k uh spends uh, in month so it, it was a huge brand too um it's an eyelash eye serum brand um it basically you apply it uh I don't remember exactly how many times a week right now, but uh, <laughs> uh you apply the ceremony your lashes and, and brows grow. Uh and it's it was focused on older women, uh like forty plus and US only. So it it was uh it was one of those accounts where we would pay like three dollars four dollars per click <laughs> as it's the, the most expensive audience uh in a whole globe. I I think so. So
0: Oh yeah, you're not wrong there. I have a couple this <laughs> area, and oh my gosh, it's so expensive, man. We've actually been even doing a little bit of Snap and TikTok ads, and man, those are just so cheap right now, and they're good acquisition funnels. But I mean, shoot, you really have to have the omni-channel approach
1: there. Yeah, like the the Snap and TikTok and all those other smaller plat- platforms are quite good for, I would say, general brand awareness and just bringing more channels into into your as you said on the channel approach but until this day facebook and instagram is the number one revenue generator at least for me so
0: oh yeah I- i'm the same way i mean shoot yeah everything we spoke about was all facebook ad related so the whole snap and tiktok territory is just so new but let's go ahead and kind of dive into these bad boys all right, man, you get to pick. Would you rather kind of dive into the poor ad or the rich ad first?
1: Uh, I think we could start with a poor one. Oh, and, yeah, yeah. And then with a good one <laughs> on a good note. Sweet.
0: So I'll kind of dive in, read off some of the copy. I got it pulled up in front of me, but y'all buckle up. I'm going to go ahead and get this bad boy started. All right. Let's do it. So it looks like we do have a video in action. Um, both the rich ad and poor ads are video-oriented, but when it comes to the copy and the videos, they are completely different. So with this poor ad, I'm going to go ahead and start this bad boy off, but hey, no wonder why 2,700-plus women chose this you know, specific product. Real signs are patented, you know, complex taps into your hair, natural phases of growth to work quicker and longer than any other product. So real people, 20,000-plus, can't stop talking about their lashes and brows. Real results, thicker, fuller, stronger in 12 weeks or less, guaranteed. So the copy is pretty interesting. Um, I'd love to kind of, the video has, shoot, 17,000 views. So with this kind of poor ad, would you kind of dive in on the copy side, the video side? I'm kind of curious what made this the poor ad, to be honest with you. Uh,
1: yeah, the, the copy is not not bad on this one. It's, it was our, our most used body copy. And the headline and, and link description were tested, to So uh, th- those performed great on other creatives. Um, this was purely a video ad uh, that didn't perform.
0: Ah, and, and what do you think the reason for that was? Was Is there some reason it's not pulling up on mine to kind of play the video, but is it kind of more a testimonial style, an infomercial style, or just kind of a fresh professionally done video? How would you kind of identify it?
1: yeah both both of these ads are testimonials I picked uh, both testimonials both best testimonials for a reason so we could compare uh what we're wrong and what we're right in in both videos so on this one it is a clinical professional um talking about this product and how she uh tried to use it and how she did she see results at first she talks about um uh, let me open up the video to be exactly sure. Yeah, the 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 main worse the main bad thing about this video is because she starts with these, these words. As a nurse practitioner, I'm very skeptical of a lot of cosmetic theories out there and that they say and that we'll do the most of the time is not what we usually do. So And she's not really emotional. She's really laid back and uh, her voice is really low and calm. And she doesn't attract, uh, she doesn't grab attention. Mm. And the the only good thing I would say about this ad, that she is a clinical professional that that (laughs) might attract some people that, oh, there is like a professional medicine uh, person from a medicinal field they're talking about this product but she's really not into uh describing her experience and i think she just lost the the person's attention those first couple of seconds and that makes total
0: sense and was this kind of more of a user generated video like that she sent over did y'all have to kind of reach out kind of you know and, and pay x amount for this video
1: uh yeah this this one was professionally made um out of some sort of office uh and i'm not sure about how much we paid but i think i think it was paid or or she was a friend of the founder uh, i'm not sure right now
0: oh man yeah no worries there so with this specific ad was this consistent consistently like under a one times row ads there even though the copy was killing it that video just did not pull it so one of the kind yeah. of, result side of things was this one just
1: yeah it was studied. it it was below one it it, it yeah. never performed and we we tried it in different ways we tried it to use it in testimonial mashups but it, it just didn't produce results it was too uh like it, it was not uh, how I would describe it. Riot. yeah it, it it was really uh she was not expressing right and uh she she didn't use she didn't have a lot of charisma mm. but that was the word I was using uh, i I was looking for so she didn't grab person's attention in those first three seconds, but you think uh i most important the first point two three seconds just to grab a person's attention um make him interested in what you're selling make, make him interested into looking further into your ad. And then you can speak more about your product, give those close-up shots, and and basically sell him. But those first three seconds need to grab him.
0: Oh, yeah. No, that makes total sense. So, I mean, I guess the moral of the story is no matter how good the copy is, which has been, you know, tested, it's been, you know, the proof of concepts there. The copy makes some money, but the video itself is, in fact, the make it or break it. And whether it's kind of professional or user-generated content, or you know whatever it is, you know, a professional video can you know perform pretty bad. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, but,
1: and and I would say like user-generated content is usually better in some cases, and especially in brands like in healthcare business or uh, skincare or like lash serums or. Sort of health and beauty space products it's all about user generated content and testimonials and just basically our customers raving about how good your products are and not just sitting down the the founder and or like a clinical professional and they in a low voice and no charisma talking about how good this product is
0: Oh, yeah. No, I mean, that makes total sense. I mean, shoot, the videos you see kill people are hyped up. You know, they're super engaged. Those first three seconds are make it or break it. So, I mean, with that competition out there, you really have to differentiate yourself. And I mean, even though she has the authority, shoot, the authority is not going to pay them bills. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's for sure. Well, heck, yeah. So let's dive into this kind of rich ad now. I love this one. Um, These are my kind of style of ads right here, starting off with some sort of actual review. The video is a super different style. It's got some badass overlay on there, but I'm gonna go ahead and dive in this bad boy. You ready? Yep, let's do So we're gonna start off with My Eyelashes Grew Like Crazy from Miss Becky. You know, this is the only clinical proven product to give you thicker, fuller, stronger lashes and brows in 12 weeks or less. Guaranteed. The results are real and amazing. And, of course, we got a super, you know, popped out headline, lash and brow growth that lasts. So, I mean, this is a complete different copy, a complete different angle, and a complete different video. Um, let's go ahead and dive in this bad boy kind of piece by piece. and Let's separate, you know, break it apart.
1: Uh- Yep, let's do it. Um, the copy is super simple on this one. We just wanna, uh, like make it feel like it's a true testimonial. Like she's not in the not just talking in the video, but she's also talking in the copy. So we just basically put a caps lock um testimonial, Mm -hmm. one sentence from from her whole speech, uh, and put five stars. Um, I wouldn't recommend putting five stars right now because <laughs> Facebook is banning ads and banning accounts for for putting these stars right now. It was legal um back in the days when when we did this ad. so but there is other ways to to show that it's a testimonial. Um, and the headline is was a proven one, lash and bro, lash and brow growth at last. We also did lash and brow growth at works and both. Both of these headlines, very killer ones. And about the video, this one starts completely different. Um, we took her best uh sentence from the whole testimonial video and put it to, to the start of the video. So uh I see most of the people do when they do a testimonial video, uh they just start talking. Hello, my name is Becky. Um, I'm a mama free. Uh I work at at this place. I tried a lot of products. I liked this one, and it's super slow. Uh, and on this one, we we wanna we wanted to do a really fast paced one. And the first sentence she says, uh, it's it was like a miracle because my ash eyelashes just grew like crazy. And already in the first second, uh, you're wondering what 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 is the product? What did she do? What did she eat? That made her eyelashes grow like crazy. So already. You grab attention of a person. Who has this problem. Uh, uh, She doesn't like. How her. How uh, her eyelashes looks. And this woman is. Saying that her lashes. Grew like crazy so she. She must have like this magic pill. And you grab (laughs) the person's attention. And you want to watch the whole video. And then after this. Crazy first sentence. She she starts to uh, talk more about like her story, uh, how she met her wife and how she said that uh, her eyelashes look fake and we're wearing fake and she she was really amused that uh, <laughs> yeah she her wife sh- uh, thought that her eyelashes are fake so this one was not not talking about her product really much uh but i i also think that if we added a couple of shots and a couple of sentences about her talking about the actual product uh it wouldn't make a bad ad i think it would work as well but this one was a truly personal one and talking about her experience uh using this product and i think this is this is one of the most important things in in these health and beauty skincare product lines too uh not just talking about that your product is amazing and it works and it's and we have a guarantee and it, it will definitely work for you. But a real person talking about her experience and not just her, her experience, but how she felt. Yeah. And if 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 you put your customer in your shoes, the customer wants to get a better feeling. She she doesn't want to have longer eyelashes just because we will be longer. Uh, she wants to have longer eyelashes because her husband will think that she is more pretty. Her friends will think she's more pretty. She will think she's more prettier herself. So we, we want to give a person a feeling that she will be more pretty. And oh, not yeah. just talk about how the how the product is amazing and, and works every time. That makes total sense. Now, is
0: Becky the one in the actual video that the testimonial is coming from? Yep. Oh, so you matched up the testimonial with who was kind of speaking to the video.
1: Yeah, yeah. We, we wanted to match, like, as this testimonial, as this ad is going from her.
0: Man,
1: that's pretty nifty. So is this something y'all kind of do across the board whenever
0: you have a specific, you know, video from, you know, someone similar to Becky? Y'all kind of match it with the actual testimonials themselves?
1: Yeah, yeah. But, but that's the typical thing we do. Um, it's, <laughs> and it works really great. When it comes to this kind of performance, how long was this
0: ad kind of running and What was the kind of you know, return on ads when you were seeing consistently with this? I know for the last ad, it was, you know, one or below. Was this one pretty high up on the ROAS scale? Uh,
1: yeah, this one we ran for, I don't want to lie, but probably four months or something. It, it was a really good ad for us, and we had a lot of different variations with it, um, different meme bars, different... Um, entry points like the first couple of seconds uh we used this ad with different offers and in testimonial mashups so we utilized this one a lot and it was above two for sure it was one of the best ones for us
0: oh yeah and i mean for cold audiences when you're scaling up and sitting at that too i mean that's that's a killer area just because yep. you know you got to keep in mind of the lifetime value because i mean shoot if you can acquire a customer if you know a dollar and you get two out i mean you're going to be able to have a
1: ton of back-end sales going in there yeah and the returning customers are a gold mine so yeah uh, what, what, what do you think the actual returning customer
0: rate was for a client like this would you say it was like 30 40 percent or
1: yeah it was 30 40 percent because you have to keep using the product to to keep those lashes and brows growing <laughs> and not go back to the to the same spot you were before using the product so have to keep using
0: oh man yeah heck yeah those are the best types of products there uh, <laughs> shoot, yep get them in a cost-effective manner out of the gate then shoot nurture those you know bad boys or bad ladies yeah yep. yeah so I mean I guess the whole gist of all of this is you know was this uh, this wasn't a professionally done video this is more user-generated content right uh,
1: this was this one was done professionally too but not that um, studio looking one it, yeah. It, it was filmed with um and good iPhone and it was her sitting in front of it. So it's kind of in the middle. It it was not the, the typical user generated one with is pixelated and like super home in a in a super home environment, but it was not in the studio and looking super professional too. So Oh, man, and this was actually done with an iPhone? Uh, Yeah, I, I think it was but it was done Heck with a yeah. new iPhone.
0: Oh, the cameras are that good. Oh, my gosh, I, I, you know, hey, if you can do it from an iPhone, so be it. I mean, it goes to show you don't always need a crazy professional team to, you know, spend 10K on a video to, you know, make it happen. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I, I might be wrong on this one, but uh, I know that we had a lot of videos uh, filmed on iPhone for this brand, but... Yeah, you you don't need uh, a a great camera to to make a great ad. Like you just need an iPhone, uh, perfectly a stabilizer or some kind of stand so it's not shaky, and that's it. And make a, a, get a person with a lot of charisma, and that's it. You have a killer ad.
0: Heck yeah! Well, shoot, we had two complete different types of copy. Two complete different creatives, and I mean, shoot, the numbers don't lie there. To where I mean, y'all be able to get some context there, but I mean, complete different angles. So I mean, when it comes down to it, charisma plays a large role. Those first three seconds to kind of really capture, you know, hey, it was a miracle. My eyelashes grew this crazy. To where it's like, all right, you know, as you mentioned, is there some sort of magical pill? So I mean, I would imagine the watch-through rate on this was just, you know, epic.
1: Yeah, and about those the charisma part um you have to try a lot of different people uh doing testimonial videos because sometimes you can think that oh this one is perfect she has a lot of charisma and has good expressions and uses her tongue in the right way uh but uh it just doesn't click with with your audience so you have to try a lot of influencers uh a lot of friends even um we had for other brands at the agency, we had the, the owner, Colin Maguire do some basic UGC videos and very very the best performing ones and she just filmed them in like 10 minutes with an iPhone. <laughs> so you just you you just have to test a lot and and it comes with everything, not just ads and not just testimonial videos. Just test a lot of things and one will hit and maybe it will be the one million million dollar ad and it will scale. So,
0: no, I mean that makes total sense. And I mean, at that kind of scale of spending, shoe more than hundred k a month, that two x ROAS on the top of funnel side, it's an absolute goldmine. So, I mean, would you say this is an ad that you know really brought in the majority of revenue, or did y'all have you know four or five winning ads kind of at one time there?
1: Uh, we we had uh, this. This was not the only one. Uh, but this this one was a great uh, contributor. We had uh, some other great testimonial videos. We had uh, the founder of this brand is super charismatic as well, so we had some some great videos from her. And but yeah, w- w- this this one the, the Becky one was definitely uh, a great working ad and contributed to a lot of revenue for us.
0: Well, heck yeah, Ms. Becky killed it on this video. <laughs> yeah. I want to be able to get some insights there. I mean, this is textbook of a perfect video, as well as what was done afterwards, just some nice overlay, you know, text, some, you know, the colors similar to the actual product page. So, I mean, it's, it's pretty snazzy, and I think it's a great example, because, I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, it's a really good ad to kind of look at and, you know, possibly build some ideas off of there. So, I mean, I would love to kind of get your perspective on you know, what creates a perfect ad kind of from your perspective, because I would imagine you've tested a ton. Would it be, you know, different copy angles with testimonials, you know, USG content, we've, we've already spoke a ton about that. Um, what what do you think would kind of make a perfect ad there? Um, for this particular brand or in general? More on the kind of, I wouldn't say for this specific brand, but even for some of the, you know, for the in-house brand you're working on, um, What what do you see that kind of works best on the creative side that you would kind of maybe recommend people for some best practices? Would it be, you know, testimonials in the copy, headlines that pop, or just testing a ton and seeing what sticks? What's your kind of go-to style on the creative to kind of see what's actually working there?
1: Uh, yeah, um, we have we have a lot of angles we work on. Um, we have a typical BuzzFeed videos, uh, like the, the best, I would say, scaling videos for e-com brand. And they're not super hard to make if you have some content and some shootings you did in in the past. Um, what I, what I do is I just write like like six to ten like short sentences, uh, and I I like pile them into the story, and then I give those texts to to the video that gal we have, and she. Kind of uh, puts it all into uh, a story together and and makes a BuzzFeed style video. So, mm. for example, uh, we we do like uh, a video that starts with "Remember that feeling when you dropped your thousand dollar phone?" <laughs> and, yeah, oh and, and <laughs> it laying oh, face yeah. down, and you hoping that the screen is not cracked, and so on. So just those couple of uh, sneaky <laughs> uh, intros and then you grab a person's attention and he's wondering, oh yeah, I broke my phone a couple of times in my lifetime and I paid like six hundred dollars for a screen repair. Uh, I wonder what we are selling and would it help me? And then we introduce like meet this brand and we are doing this and this and our phone cases are uh, are this good and they do that and they are gorgeous and they are protective and. We are selling them, the, the phone cases in the in the other part of the video. But the first part of a best feed for me is always a first second is a close up, some sort of movement. Uh it, it definitely needs to be some sort of movement to grab person's attention. And the copy has to be uh super uh, attention grabbing, like it's inevitable, accidents happen. <laughs> oh, yeah. And yeah, and you have to like like i said br- grab the person's attention and and then he has to wonder like what's what, what kind of accidents like how yeah how can how can i keep my phone uh safe and and so on so uh yeah the buzzfeed videos uh we started using a lot of images and like flat lays we have a small hmm. s- small like office space to do some shootings and we just basically like do some sort of flat lay um I don't know even how to explain that, like put a dress down, put a couple of magazines, a laptop, and a phone case, and just uh make a good composition, uh maybe some sun shadows to to look it even more great, or just putting your phone uh above uh your head and shooting into the sky, so that the, you can see like the, the clouds and stuff. Uh, man, these are some killer ideas, actually. Man, shouts out. Yeah, like the, the main thing is just brainstorm a lot. Uh, there's no magic pill. Uh, there's yes. no. I, I will not say the one idea that will scale your business. Uh, for example, we are launching. We we just launched the, the new collection, and we tested. Uh, like eight hundred ads, so <laughs> so yeah, we we just do a lot of crazy ideas, a lot of weird ideas. Uh, we think that a lot of these ads will not work. Some of them don't, some of them do. So uh, it it's just a matter of like out testing your competitors. If you have more ads, yeah, out of those eight hundred, the majority of them will not work. But if you have fifty mm-hmm. winners uh it's gonna be crazy for us because other brands are testing ten creators per month and they might have one winner so
0: it's a volume game it sounds like you know yeah, just like just ha- creative
1: ha- as create creating as much as possible uh not not thinking that much about the uh the hacks the actual like media buying hacks using different accounts using like uh, rules and all this stuff. Uh, yes, it, it is important. And I spend a lot of, of my time in ads manager, but I spend a lot of time thinking about creatives, writing creative briefs, writing the creative copy for, for the videos. And a lot of my time goes to that too, because if you don't have those great working creatives, if you don't have catchy copy, if you don't have catchy... Per second, uh, like the, no media buying hacks will help you. So uh, I start to I start to started to shift my mindset into being creative and copy first, and then mm-hmm. when I have that part dialed in, then I could go to ads manager and create those like great structures and test like testing structures and testing by different other bids and, and tactics, but I only started doing that when I have a creative thing dialed in. for oh, Yeah, you know.
0: I, that creative is king. And I mean, all of this kind of goes to show, because, I mean, videos can make it or break it regardless of whether that copy works or not. Well, yeah. Snap, man, <laughs> this is super juicy. Um, how can anybody kind of get in touch with you? You know, we love to give you, you know, little shout outs after this, you know, you got a website they can check out, an email, Facebook. What's the best way people can kind of get in contact with you?
1: Yeah, I think the best of uh, Facebook is the best one. I I don't have an agency, I don't have an uh, a, a website and anything. But if if you want to talk about creators if you want to talk, especially copywriting, I, mm. I'm into that uh, a lot. As I'm not a native English speaker, uh, I need to put way more. Uh, like time and effort into becoming a great English copywriter, so uh, if you want to talk about that especially let's let's connect uh you can find me on Facebook as carolis galmanas uh uh it's kinda yeah. a hard name for for u s citizens, but uh, i I think you can you can copy paste <laughs> it from the podcast title. <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah. We'll have this in the show notes. so I can kind of find them on Facebook. Because I mean, shoot, we had an up-and-comer, killing it on the copywriting. Whether or not you're from the States and, you know, the English side of things, man, you're killing it. You're, you know, we'll go ahead and kind of have the closeout section. But once again, everybody, thanks for kind of tuning into the Rich Ad Poor Ad podcast. You know, it goes to show, you know, creative is king. And, hey, if you need any ideas, go ahead and give them a follow on Facebook and shoot them a message. But, hey, thanks, everybody. Yeah. Have a yeah. good It was real nice talking to you, Dylan. Likewise, man.